Merry Christmas tide to you if you're listening during the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, this message is for uh, December 27th, the first Sunday after Christmas, 2020. It is not a full scriptures and sermon. It is a, a, a reflection, really, uh, and it's called God's Bucket List from Simeon to You. And it's based on the scriptures of Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 40. Unfortunately, the reading of those scriptures were mistakenly not recorded to include in the podcast. But you'll understand what's going on uh, as you listen to the reflection, because I do talk about it um, and play it out, because that's what I'm preaching on. And so I hope you enjoy this and are blessed by this whenever you listen to it. And let's go forward. This is an amazing passage. We have Simeon, his dearest wish fulfilled, and this same Simeon prophesying uneasy things to Joseph and Mary. We have Anna, who perceived that Jesus was the one who would bring redemption to God's people. For the sake of brevity, I'm only going to spend this time with Simeon and even the first part of what Simeon said. When the Chicago Cubs won the World Series in 2016, a lot of persons said, now I can die happy. And that's because some of them, they seriously meant it because sports and the Cubs was such a big part of their life and their love, you could understand it. I don't think I said that when the Twins won the series in 1987, but I can tell you that I can die happy if the Vikings win the Super Bowl before I expire. There are other things that persons claim will allow them to die happy if this that takes place or that takes place. Maybe it's if something political takes place, if, uh, if a life goal is obtained, if you get to go someplace you've never gone to before, and, and that was a goal like Scotland or Paris or India. If your daughter becomes a lawyer, oh, now I can die happy. Or if your son marries a doctor, something like that. I guess I'm really talking about a kind of bucket list. Do you have any of those wishes that if they're fulfilled, you can echo Simeon and tell the Lord, now let your servant depart in peace. It used to be translated like that, Lord, let now your servant depart in peace. On Christmas Eve, my homily asked a question. What draws you to the birth of Jesus? What's the pull? of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day beyond giving and getting gifts, plus our cultural accoutrements, the music and so on. What gives that deep meaning to you? Well, today I want to take this reading and ask a different but similar kind of question. What is there in your relationship with Christ that when and if it were to happen, will then let you die fulfilled. 
Is there a goal in your faith journey? Perhaps there is someone you want to see come to saving faith, like I know one of our late members did for one of her nephews. It could be something like an endowment of a program for your church or for a Christian school or another uh, organization which is close to your heart. This is going to get off the ground now. I'm fulfilled. I can die happy. That kind of thing. Do you have a bucket list in your life with the Lord? Maybe there is something in your life or in the life of someone else close to you, which is a negative influence. It taints your connection or her or his with the Lord. Could be a lot worse than taints. For that haunting block, which to be for that to be gone or overcome or transformed into a blessing, that could be your answer to the question. I can stop ABC and I can die happy. If he would start XYZ, I can die happy. Because by grace, a good relationship with Christ begins, is made better, and is restored. And we need the birth of Jesus for that to even be a possibility. So this is related to the birth of Jesus. Maybe we have regrets for things we did not say or did not do, or things we did say or do, and believe, if we have been allowed to believe that we have been forgiven by God, by the offended party, you can die happy. Simeon is an example of Jesus fulfilling at least that faithful old man's desires. Let us pray. That somehow, if there are things in our spiritual life, or a loved one's spiritual life, that are not where we wish it was yet, or are making us feel dissatisfied or worse, that Christ can also fulfill those so we can die and be ready to. Prayer can move you or me to take action, if action is what God needs from us for fulfillment, to advance or even be fulfilled. Simeon had a bucket list in his relationship with the Lord, and God fulfilled it. When Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple, and he saw him and got to take him in his arms, Jesus had to be born for that to take place in his life, and in ours. What is in your bucket list with God? Merry Christmas tide. Amen. And now I invite you to join me in the spirit as I offer up a pastoral prayer which is mostly about healing because on our Christmas Eve broadcast, the closing pastoral prayer may have been a bit long, but I did not name anybody by name for healing like I usually do. And I want to do that this time. And so please join me in the spirit of prayer. I will include a time for silent prayer. 
And we will close with the Lord's Prayer together. Please join me in the Spirit. Mighty and tender God, revealing yourself as a still, small voice, a pillar of cloud or fire, and a newborn in a Bethlehem manger. Thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you for Jesus, for Simeon and Anna, for Joseph and Mary and Luke. We did not pray for your peace-giving, healing touch to come for people by name recently, but for some now we do pray for by name. And we ask that you look with divine favor on Dorothy Taylor, recovering from a hip fracture, and on Ralph and Carol Burmeister, on Annie Norris's friends, Bob and Sue Thomas, fighting COVID, for her mother-in-law, Mary Lou, and aging great friend, Mitzi, for Eva Viegas and Bruce Gillette, for Lori Mitchell and Dick Wittrum, for Judy, Marlene's Eyes, Dorothy Pansky, for Sarah, Bill, Gwen Ozo, Wes, Alice, Hillary, the Snyder sisters, Aunt Jan, as requested a woman named Gail with eye problems, for Dan, Eric, and others. Bless those who travel. Prosper the long hours poured into caring for COVID patients by nurses, doctors, and other staff around the country. Hold up Jenny, Charlie, Catherine, Maribel, Angela, and their teams, and also Christy, and Merle, as they all give mightily of themselves in the care for others. And let us pray a little in silence. Pray, O oh God, for those who grieve. We pray for peace, for justice, for Paula, Angela, and Kim Loach Brune, who are all expecting, for a solid COVID relief bill to become reality. for the lonely, all in the name of Jesus, who taught us one way to pray is like this. And so we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now may the light that surrounded our Lord's birthplace illumine your spirit and warm your heart. May you be spared a few days after Christmas, be spared at least for a few hours from the static of this world and enjoy a clear reception of the angels singing. May the love of God, revealed in the Holy Child, move you to feel and show love for others, especially for those you find difficult to love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. God bless you for tuning in to listen to this edition of The Red-Headed Preacher. Uh, we are on a number of other podcast catchers now. Our office manager at St. Peter's UCC in Skokie, Laura Olson, has made it possible to find The Red-Headed Preacher podcast on a number of other podcast catchers. And so if you're more familiar with those than finding SoundCloud just for this, um, you, you might find you might find it there now it's much more likely and we're grateful for that and grateful to you for for finding us and for for tuning us in and listening I hope you found it a challenging blessing next Sunday is January 3rd and uh, we'll be preaching then I can't tell you what the message is going to be but we will not forget Epiphany January 6th the arrival of the Magi Thank you again, and God bless your week.